Country Roads, take me home. Well, you're listening to this. It's NH Unscripted, and you are home. I'm your John Denver-like host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the Taj Mahal-like digs of the WKXL Studios in Concord. You know the drill, gather up the kids around the Victrola, fire up that thing, turn it to the AM dial where you'll find us at 1450 AM. Flip it over to the FM band, you'll find us at 103.9 FM. Those are both Concord-based. And for you folks so blessed down in Manchester to hear us, you can find us at 101.9 FM. And if you're into, like, archives and that kind of stuff, we do have a URL. For those of you who may not even know what a radio is, it's nhtalkradio.com. There's also a button out there where you can listen to us live every Wednesday and Friday morning, 9 a.m. And we'll meet. Um... I need to take a moment just to thank my sponsor. It is Lakes Region Fence up in Guilford. Matt and the folks up there at Lakes Region Fence do incredible work. I have actually been on some of their their, uh, job sites. It's unbelievable the care that they take. If you go out to lrfence.com, that's lrfence.com, you will find a link where you can get a free estimate from Matt and his group. They get back to you, believe it or not, unlike some plumbers and electricians who refuse to call you back because they must be wealthy, I guess, in this economy. But anyway, Matt will get back to you. I know that for a fact. LRFence.com. And there are, his archives of fences is incredible. Really, it's unbelievable. But they do everything. They do horse corrals, pool fences, property lines, you name it. And they don't use the garbage from the big box stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might use it. You might look out in your yard and go, okay, that piece of devastation that's sitting out there, I'm calling the fence, came from somewhere that should be left nameless. But Matt uses his stuff. They get it. It's top quality, top quality cedar, top quality PVC. You name it, it's out there. LRFriends.com. We love you guys, Matt. Thank you so much for sponsoring this. I have a guest in studio today who I have been honestly trying to get in for a while. She ghosted me for a little while, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But I tracked her down. I almost had to hire a private detective to, to find this. Welcome, Kelsey Domini. I am so glad to be here. You I are. I ghost you. I am. I'm really glad to be here. You didn't ghost me, huh? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Here's the thing, it's right? It's in the ethers now. The, honest, the yeah. honest thing is, I didn't know that I had anything to contribute to your conversation here. And so it was really more of a, a lack of confidence on my part. I'm going to be just transparent. Is this fake ta- humility? No, it's not. What? I genuinely didn't think. I Have was you like, seen why your would, website? I was like, why would Ray want to talk <laughs> you, to me? Like, what am I? What am what? What oh does he want I think so highly God. of you. And I just adore you so much that I didn't want to come here and lessen the quality of Check your Check is in the mail. But, <laughs> But I am I am glad that we did run into each other the other weekend, and you brought it up again. If you catch me in person, I'm much more likely to book something with you. Things get you lost can't in catch her in person. That's the point. <laughs> she's like she's she's Things like got this ghost like appearance. So you can't run her down. I mean, I, I've tried. It's just impossible. And I've paid a lot of websites to run her down. I can't get a driver license. I can't find her. You you are one of the busiest people I know. I mean, you've written a book, you do mentoring, you have a podcast, um, I'm not even sure, you're a mom, a wife, 
a Christian, you folks, I, I, you're unbelievably busy. And so really I do, I do deep down understand. And I appreciate you making the, the trek in here today. It's terrible out there, terrible where I came from. But she sacrificed her life to be here today. <laughs> Really Just driving over from the seacoast. It was a nice drive through. Oh, what? what? Some <laughs> was not on my ride. Wood. I had a fine drive. Uh, I had some notes here. I So I, I'm not even sure where to start because I respect everything you've done. I know how much work goes into writing a book. Hmm. I know how much work goes into a podcast. I know a website. I, I, I know that. And I... You're doing them all. Uh, I mean, you you are doing them all. Well, here's here's the trick, Ray. Oh. It sounds like a lot when you say it like that, but the way we see it—that's because I'm on radio trying to beef <laughs> you up. <laughs> it's the thing is, it's about making an ecosystem where all of those things intertwine with each other. So it's not like we're writing a book that has one topic, and I've got a podcast that has something completely different that I have to prepare to separately for, and then I'm coaching people that's completely different, and then I'm going and doing speaking engagements that have nothing to do with anything else. It's not all these separate things. It's one giant ecosystem that's really kind of pushing the same message forward so they and helping people in the same way. Right. And so the podcast, a lot of that content comes from the coaching conversations we have with people. The book comes from the past two years of coaching people and mm. the conversations that we've had with people in, in light of that. The the speaking that we do, and I'm saying we because it's me and my husband. My husband, Mike, and I do all these things together. He does not exist um, for, the, for the length of this <laughs> podcast and for this episode. It's just about me. Yeah, that's exactly um, right. So that's that's what I want to want to just share is it's not like I'm doing all these crazy amounts of things and I think anybody once you find a message that you really care about once you find a problem you really want to help people solve and walk through then you just find as many ways and many as to help people through that problem as you possibly can and then you yeah you kind of end up looking busy to other people but but it's it's because there's just so it's many because opportunities because you are busy <laughs> <laughs> come on come on Getting take the accolades here I take like an hour and a half lunch every day, and I like to take naps. I'm not that busy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Can you let's um let's put your your podcast out there, your sure. website? Uh, give us all that information, and then I want to walk it back a bit to how it all began. How you even thought you should do that? Absolutely. So the website right now is thegrovecreative.com. The Grove creative.com um, and that is all the information for our coaching community um, that we'll talk about later um, the podcast is the next best yes podcast with Mike and Kelsey Domini the next best yes podcast and that's on all the podcast platforms available everywhere you listen to podcasts mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the book is actually by the same name the next best yes and that is coming out in the middle of March so that'll be available um, on Amazon and through our website middle of March okay okay you do I, one of might have been in the Grove. Do you do something about reels? I saw something about reels or R E E L S yes. for those who are not like I get the reels. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hip hop. <laughs> You're so current. Oh, you God, know. I know, I know, the kids. I know. I know. I got my drip on. I got all that. <laughs> So uh, what is that part of it? Is that part of the coaching? So the, the reels would be something that, um, that I'll jump onto Instagram or Facebook and share just quick messages, just things that are popping up. Again, it's usually overlapped content with other content platforms. Um, those are really ways to to just connect in a really quick way. So it's uh, it's not I its thought own thing. It was a thing. service. It seemed like it was a service you were providing right. to someone. To um, okay, no, okay. 
I mean, I make videos too as like another business. That might be what you're thinking Ooh, about. Maybe. But, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, which came first? The book, the podcast, the the mentoring? How did it all start? Yeah, so the... Um, Oh gosh! So 2020, you might remember that year. It was I a do. great year for everybody. I, t- I do. Some I was of very our young back then, memories. but yes, I, I, I remember <laughs> um, that. We were all going through our own crises with the COVID nineteen things. But alert. I, I was, um, I was going through my own kind of crisis that was unrelated to COVID and, and all the things happening nationally. Just in my personal life, I had been working um, full time for a church on a creative team, and this, while I thought it was a dream job of mine. Eventually, by the time I was like fall of 2020, I was miserable. I was having a hard time getting out of bed and going to work in the morning. Mm. I was really unsupported, really um, just just the most miserable. And um, there was one day I took a hike. I just called in for a a personal health day because we can do that now. Um, <laughs> and my parents laugh at me. They're like, "That wasn't a thing when we were working." But sure, um, I took a personal personal. Health no, they just day. lied back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just called my boss and said, I'm going to go hike them out and I'll see you tomorrow. Um, and on that hike, um, I, I, I really, I love metaphor. Mm-hmm. And so I, I spent this, I don't know how long hiking up uh, Mount Major to overlook Lake Winnipesaukee. The Google, the internet told me that it was an easy family friendly hike, but it no, did. I, I took the hardest route up the mountain and I just took the most direct route. I took the hardest route. I there t- is I, a metaphor yeah, built right into built this. Built right into it. And and at one point I'm following the blue trail up Mount Major. And at one point I took a break. I sat down, had some snacks. I love snacks. Um, and I had a drink of water. And then when I got up, I picked up all my stuff. I looked around me and I couldn't see any blue markers anywhere. I, I walked 10 paces to the left, 10 paces to the right. I couldn't see a single blue marker what? anywhere on the mountain. I thought I was lost. I considered just becoming a mountain person. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and we're going to leave me on the mountain and I'll come back to the story. Kelsey, hang back. on. Hang on. Oh my God. We love cliffhangers here. <laughs> you are listening to NH Unscripted, you lucky, lucky person. I am your happy to be out of bed host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you. From the deep within the bunkers of the WKXL studios in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, 101.9 FM for you blessed souls in Manchester. And for this show and all the wonderful archives of the other great programming here, you can find that at nhtalkradio.com. I'll bring that up again later, but I'm talking to Kelsey. I got important things I got to cover. We'll be back. Gently rock me slowly. Yeah, lucky listeners, you did not leave and you have continued on with NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley, wearing my onesies with the feats in them because they let me out of the house with that kind of stuff. You are listening to us from the 1450 AM band or 103.9 on the FM band. Those are Concord-based 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com is our URL. And we were left on a mountaintop with Kelsey Domney. 
Kelsey. Pretty sure I was going to have to start foraging for berries, tapping maple trees, <laughs> snuggle up with a moose to keep warm when the winter comes. Uh-huh, I really considered uh-huh. staying up there and living the rest of my life as a mountain person. Um, There's no sight of rescue. No. You don't have any flares. No, You're not yet. I, I was done for. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the thing. I... <clears throat> um, I started looking around, started walking around trying to find the next blue marker. Eventually kind of saw one in the distance. So I started walking back to where I last knew I had seen a marker. And I was like, if I go back there, maybe I can see what's coming up next. And sure enough, down the mountain comes towards me this elderly couple, which there's no worse feeling than panting your way up a hike. And then this couple double your age is like, hey, what a great day for a hike. And they're just like (laughs) up on their heels and they're just doing a great job. Uh, And so I asked them, I said, am I on the right trail? They said, yeah, just head up that way. And I said, how much further to the summit? And they said, oh, it's just about 15 and it's so worth it. 15 minutes, so worth the climb. Uh, I took their word for it. I did make the rest of the climb, saw the summit. It was a great thing. But here's here's what I learned from that experience, among many other things. The people that came down from the mountain before me and were able to tell me how far I had left to go, were able to tell me how hard it was going to be to get there, but were able to tell me it was worth the work and worth the climb, they kept me going. And so when I eventually, I came down the mountain, I ended up leaving that job, quitting that job, going and starting my own business. And eventually realized that there were so many- Wait, 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 (laughs) wait. You, we're getting, you have this burning bush epiphany yeah. from Mount Major, and you yeah. just blow over that? Yeah, I just left my job. I decided something. I don't own my well, business. I'm, I'm getting to the, the question that all you right, had asked. Was right. Where did it start? Did it start with the book, the podcast, the coaching? Where did all this begin? It began, with the tablets that you brought really down, be, obviously. It began with the tablets that I brought down, and then we you know, melted down the golden calf and all of those things. Exactly. Um, we, so I realized, though, as I was starting my own business and as I was really starting to think about the world that I had come from, I realized there were so many people and and really God brought me into interactions and conversations with so many people, person after person, um, trying to live for God, trying to live their lives as Christians, going to church, living their lives, taking care of their families, but were so alone in doing so that they there's just been this epidemic of people being discouraged from living their lives in a way that is aligned with their faith and doing their work in a way that is aligned with their faith, yet retaining the joy of the work that's before them. And there's just this epic dynamic of, of these people. And so so that that Mount Major mountaintop moment for me was realizing that we have to come alongside and support each other better. We have to disciple each other better. Um, now, I know everybody listening to this program isn't necessarily of a faith background. Or no, we're all losers background. here. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but but I believe that, that God has created every single individual and has a plan for them and has a plan for you. And... But if we're going about this life alone, if we're hiking up these mountains and trying to do these great things and trying to push forward with our lives and trying to to accomplish so many things on our own, we're going to burn out. We're going to get lost. We're going to get stuck somewhere up the mountain. We're never going to see the summit. Mm. But if someone can come alongside us and say, hey, I've been there or, hey, I've hiked this before. Hey, you only have 15 minutes to go and it's going to be really worth it. Then we're much more likely to keep going. So. Uh, we started the coaching program first. The Grove community was the first um, installment of this ecosystem that I referred to earlier, um, where we really 
really want to come alongside people who feel like God's given them something to do. It could be something huge. It could be writing their own book. It could be starting their own ministry. It could be just operating their own business in a way that's aligned with their faith. Or it could be something smaller. It could it could be just wanting to parent their kids better. It could be wanting to create art that that glorifies their creator in some way. Whatever it is, just having that thing on their heart that God's given them to do, come alongside them so that they're not alone, so that they don't burn out, so that they don't quit, so that they actually finish the work and um, make the world honestly a better place as they're living out the thing that's on their hearts to do. Okay, I have a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, so you you obviously identified what you think is a niche that's missing yeah. kind of from the church in general. Sure. And um, you did mention, you said we. Um, we created this grove. Uh, who was Who came alongside you for that? That's the, the we is me and Mike, my Got husband. You. Yeah. Got yeah. And when when we decided to create this Grove community, um, it was really something we prayed a ton about. We were, we were wondering how what this needed to be, who it needed to be for. And we honestly started out not really knowing who was going to join. We had no idea who was going to be there. But if you're familiar with the Bible story of Noah's Ark, um, in <laughs> in the here. Bible story of Noah's Ark, God God gave Noah all of the descriptions and explanations of how he was supposed to build this giant boat. So many cubits. But, but it was not up to Noah to go find the animals that were going to fill it. So he had all the, the plans. He had all the materials. He had all the procedures to build the thing. But it was God's job to fill it. And so we just started building a community to the best of our knowledge. And we had never done it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, we're just going to build a community. We think it's going to look like this. We think we're going to offer this. And then, God, will you just bring in the right people? And and then he started filling it with the people who really did come alongside that that um, need of wanting to do something but needing support to so, so they you, don't quit. So you <clears> – how did people find out? And what types of things were you finding out people were really lacking? I don't know. Lacking is probably not the right Mm. word, right? But needing help with or assistance or. Sure. Yeah. Sure. People were finding out because we just started opening our mouths about it. That's that's how you start anything is you just start talking about it. You start putting it out there, telling your friends. They tell their friends, sharing something on the on the Instagram or on Facebook or talking face to face. And so it became it. the first we tell our clients that your first clients when you're starting out will be people you already know. Mm. You're not going to go out there and just get huge off of strangers like it's going to be people that you already it's know. It's like Amway. So, yeah. <laughs> and so so that's that's where it started was with people who already knew us from other event, other things that we had been doing previously um what was the second part of the question Where uh, they what come was from? what topics what what, oh, what are you oh, finding what were the things? biggest issues that um, popped up? so there have been a a an increase of people coming who have started their own businesses or have started their own work um have started some when i say work i mean like we have one woman who's who's writing a christian comic book and and she had this dream on her heart 15 years ago to start it and she just never got anything done with it and in the two years she's worked with us she's made more progress than she had made in 15 years on her own so so something like that or just like a straight up full-on business that isn't ministry oriented isn't Mm -hmm. specifically christian in any way but um we have one woman who just she's been in business for 10 years she has a six-figure business but she was not finding alignment with 
her faith and her work. So she was going mm. and working every day at this thing that was making a ton of money, but it just was feeling empty for her. She was like, but like, I just feel like I don't know how this even ties in with what I believe. So she was going to church on Sunday. She was doing her church things and it felt completely separated for her. So we've come alongside with her and helped her develop mission statement and vision statement and core values and those kind of basic business things. But from a very biblical point of view, really grounded in scripture so that there's more alignment in her everyday life. So she doesn't feel like she's living two separate lives. So those are kind of some examples. So have you had pushback? Have you had people who are like, oh, yeah, right, like you know about that? Or, you know, why, why would you, how would you possibly have the background for that kind of thing? Um, honestly, that's that's my internal monologue. So thanks for... <laughs> Thanks for bringing that out. Uh, you just said all the fears that I have in my own mind on a regular basis. Um, but that is the uh, what's the you guys talk the about the imposter syndrome? Yes, yes, the imposter. Yeah. Who, who am I to yeah. have this kind of conversation? Oh my god! But uh, what we have, how we've come around to that answer to answer that that specific imposter syndrome question in our minds is we've lived and and I say we again because it is me and Mike. Um, we've lived our whole marriage making decisions that don't make sense to anybody else. But we're like, I think God's asking us to do this. And then we do it, even though it makes no sense to anybody else. doesn't make financial sense. doesn't make like logistical sense. doesn't make any, any kind of emotion. Like it doesn't make sense. But then we've stepped out and done it anyway. And so we have seen God show up time and time and time and time and time and time again him being faithful in response to our faithfulness. And so while I am not a six figure business person, like, I don't know how to help you make a million dollars. I don't know how to like help you do. (laughs) I can't, I can't speak into all those things, but I do know the word of God. I do know the Holy spirit. I do know that he's with us and we can come alongside you and just show you what we've done and hope that you do the same. It is time to put on our tap shoes and tap dance out into a time to make some money. Someone's got to pay for this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kelsey Domini and Ray Dudley. I'm your host and we are coming to you from the never overly ostentatious digs of the WKXL studios in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. 101.9 FM for you beautiful souls in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com is our URL. Oh, we're just starting. Coming back. Hang on. It's time for Pez. Hey, let go my ego. Yeah, we're on the road to Shambhala here. <laughs> this is NH Unscripted. I am your happy, 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 yet balding host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the Disneyland-like digs of the WKXL studios in Concord, 1450. That's an AM reference for those of you who still know what a radio is. 103.9 FM. That's another radio reference. You kids, I know you're looking at me like, what's he talking about, that old guy, a radio? What the heck? 101.9 FM in Manchester, nhtalkradio.com. If you were to go out there, you would find a button so that you can listen to this um, WKXL, everything that we stream here live. You can also find all of the archives for this wonderful, wonderful show You can tell I don't have any problems being humble. As well as all of the other great programs here. Go on out. Not yet. Not yet. I can see you reaching for the keyboard. Don't do it. 
All right, later. In studio with me is Kelsey Domini. I am so glad. This is one of those interviews I have been waiting a long time. But I respect you folks so much, you and Michael. Your energy, your um, innovativeness, your ability to see something and go do it. You know, there's a lot of people in life who are like, well, I should do this. You know, what am I supposed to be? You guys see something and you go do it. Well, that's kind of you, you think, right? You, well, you know, I, I, I love entrepreneurs, first of all. I really do. I appreciate their courage. I appreciate their ability to see something that needs to be done and go do it. Um, and I, I will always, always, always push for the entrepreneur. And you folks do it on several levels. You do it on the secular level, and you also do it on the spiritual level. And for me, that for reasons of my own that shall not come up in this discussion, I really do. I really am proud of what you guys do. I mean that. Thank you, Ray. That's very kind. And I'm excited to be here. This has been fun. Okay. We're having a good time. <laughs> I know. I know. I, yeah. I know. All Pez <laughs> and everything else that's going on here. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to talk to you about your book. Yeah. Um, the Next Best Yes, coming out in March of this year, 2024. Who's publishing that? We are. You are? Mm -hmm. You're self-publishing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, you amaze me. It's, so it's not enough you write the book. Then who, who designed the cover? <laughs> Mike did. Huh. Huh. <laughs> and then He's you're going to self-publish it as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's, it's honestly a lot less work than having to shop it around to publishers and hope that somebody picks it up. And maybe yeah. a couple of years down the road, you, you see 1% of the profits come back. So it's, um, it's a book that we are really excited about, really passionate about getting the message out to people, um, but not something that we wanted to shop around to other people. So we're self-publishing so with, with the help of some mentors and stuff. Okay. We're not on our own. Of course, that, that would defeat the whole... <laughs> point of the book <laughs> um so uh, is the book a a a um compilation of your interactions with people or is it a whole different um vein of thought it is uh kind of both and there is we follow the story of nehemiah in the bible the old testament book of nehemiah he's this prophet uh or not prophet sorry he's this guy that was working for a king and heard about israel getting rebuilt jerusalem getting rebuilt and he was like hey how's it going in jerusalem and word came back they're like hey people are doing well but there's no wall around jerusalem and so it's really susceptible to attack and it kind of is making the whole of israel look bad to other nations because we look like this lame city with no wall he got really upset about that so he took off his job he left his job with the king got blessing from the king to go to jerusalem to rebuild the wall that's the story of nehemiah and so the book next best yes takes Nehemiah as an example and then pairs it with stories of people that we've worked with, people that we know, to kind of build this framework, this idea of how do we go about taking our next best steps, our next best yes with God to actually accomplish the things that we want to do in this life. Um, and we've broken it down into a five-point kind of step-by-step -step process called pivot. It's an, 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 an what is it called? Anagram? No. When you've got you're every looking at the letter, old guy for that. <laughs> every letter of the word I can't represents my name. something. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but it's the pivot uh, kind of process where P stands for 
identify the problem and fall in love with the people who have that problem. I is take imperfect action. Don't wait until it makes sense. Just start doing something before it makes sense. P is cast a vision. Uh, That's how you're going to get other people around you and clarify your vision for what you want to see. O is opposition. It is so predictable that you will come up against opposition when you start doing something that matters, that it's an, it takes in two chapters of our book to go over the O part. And T is together. Uh, you're not going to accomplish things if you go solo, lone wolfing it. And so coming finding a community, finding your people, doing something together is really the process that we see outlined in the 13 chapters of Nehemiah and that we've seen work over and over in the lives of people that we know. So, Is this the book you accidentally deleted? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think I knew that, did you? <laughs> yeah. We finished the manuscript. We are done writing it. I'm like, oh, this will make a cute reel for Instagram. So I'm like recording on my phone, scrolling through the entire manuscript. And then I went to control A to select it all and then do a word count to show at the end of my reel, like how many words. And then I, I accidentally deleted it instead of I saw getting the word the count. Word count. One. The word count was one, and I I almost died. And I like the I posted the video anyway, and you can just see like when I throw my phone on my desk, I'm like, what is going on? Um, thank God for Control Z, and I just oh. I got it back. But then Mike Mike was like, oh my gosh, Kelsey, if you had just lost our whole manuscript for a real. I don't know if I would have been able to talk to you. Yeah. Like, I yeah. can look at you. Yeah. What, was, what software <laughs> and, were you using? And bef- we're, we're typing the whole thing on Google Docs. So oh, okay. before everybody starts writing in like they did when I posted this, like, mm-hmm. yes, we have it in multiple places. It's saved across multiple platforms. We've backed it up. So don't come at me with that. But so Oh, the, look but at you panic, getting up in their grill. <laughs> but the panic of seeing it go to a blank page is unreal. Like, oh, gosh. I have I almost done died. it. Oh, my <laughs> God. I used to program. I wrote a book. Not that anyone cares. But I wrote a book a while I ago. I care. Oh, no, thank you. I appreciate that. What's it about, right? Tell us. <laughs> It's about rocket mass heaters. I have one in my house. Um, but I wrote it, and I did not self-publish it because I guess I don't have the colonies that some people do. But um, I I did that at one point, I del- like a whole chapter. And I'm like, what in the world am I going to do? I, yeah. This was not quite when we're using like, you know, a chisel and a, and a rock trying to... But it was back in the days, and I'll tell you what, it, it scared the living daylights out of me. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't want to rewrite all that. You don't even know what you wrote, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's you You write it, and then your brain is, brain is completely blank. You're like, yeah. I have no idea. In the process of writing this book, I've gone back and read things. I'm like, oh, Mike, I really like how you put that. That's really, that made me laugh. I thought that was funny. That was clever. I haven't thought about it that way. And he'll say, Kelsey, you wrote that chapter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't remember writing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Um. First of all, let me say there's nothing like the enjoyment of getting an email saying that a book is sold. Yeah. It's even just one. I still I wrote the book like five years ago or more. And I still get from Amazon these these updates. Someone bought your book. Someone, yeah. And I'm not fine like over in France, Australia. It there's really something incredible about having accomplished that. Yeah. And then and then seeing that, those rewards. Years later, you guys are going to have a ball. You're going to have a ball. So where does the book, does the book invite people now to to take their own actions or does it like kind of funnel them into the website or to your your mentoring um, business? The ultimate call is to just be willing to say yes when you think that there's something that you've got to do. When God's saying like, hey, 
do this, go here, say yes. Say yes to it. Eliminate fear. Get over the fear. It's not worth it. That fear that is speaking into your mind is going to hold you back. It's going to, it's, it's an enemy voice in your head. It is not from God. And so push past that fear. That spirit is not from him and just say, yes, just do it. Now the invitation is if someone has something that their next yes is going to require them to produce or start something, then absolutely would love to have a conversation about what joining the Grove coaching community might look like. Um, but that's not the primary purpose. We want people to just start saying yes, because we believe if if more Christians start just doing what God has called them to do, start just saying yes, stop living in fear, start doing something that actually stinking matters, then we're going to see a completely different world. Um, and so I just want people to stop being lame and actually do something. Huh. <laughs> Say she yes. She just called those people lame. I um, see. I, see. I, I, I call myself lame. Like my, my former self was lame because I was so worried about what other people would think or worried about where my next paycheck would come from or worried about what it would look like to people if I did X, Y, or Z, that I just stayed bland and lame. And I don't want that for people. I want you to live your most abundant life now. Yeah. So all you lame people, hang on. (laughs) Hang on. It's time for some fried bologna sandwiches here at WKXL Studios. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your lame host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the Six Flags-like conditions of the WKXL Studios in Concord. 1450 AM, 103 FM, and Manchester 101.9 FM. And if you don't go yet, I'm begging you, nhtalkradio.com for the archives and to listen to this station live. One more, one more block, and I have so much to ask. We'll be back. I'll keep my answers. Just an old-fashioned love song, one I'm sure they wrote for you and me. You have found NH Unscripted. I am your three-dog night-loving host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the YMCA-like digs of the WKXL Studios, deep, deep, deep in the bunkers down here in the city. You can hear everything bouncing off the walls. We're so deep. You can find us at 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Those are Concord related. 101.9 FM for all you angels down there in Manchester. And you can go out to nhtalkradio.com. That's our URL. That's how current we are. Colossal. nhtalkradio.com for the archives of this show and all the other ones. Kelsey Domini is in the house calling me lame. Calling (laughs) me lame and all of my associates because we don't get off the couch often enough. No. So tell me, you must get people who are like, well, how do I know if this voice is Jesus or God? Mm. How do I know I'm not just going to like go do it and end up falling into a patch of briars or whatever? That's a great question. One of the things, one of the differentiators I see over and over again is when we we know something's from god when it doesn't make sense and that is that is my life that's my life yeah when 70 years of not making sense (laughs) 
But when you feel like I've got to go do this thing or I've got to start this thing, I have to go adopt this kid or I have to go write this book or I have to start this program. If it doesn't make sense and if it feels way bigger than you, like there's no possible way that you in your own power and understanding and knowledge right now could pull it off then I'm going to bet that more often than not, that's a God idea. Because we don't give ourselves tasks that we think we're going to fail at. That doesn't come from us. If I'm like, oh, if I have an idea of something I want to do, but I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm definitely going to fail, then I'm not going to do it. Um, so, so if it's from me, then it's because it's something that I can picture myself doing. If it's from God, it's likely something I can't picture figuring out. I can't do mm. on my own. It's going to result in me needing a lot of help from other people and from him. Um, and so, and, and then the proof is in the pudding. Like if you try, if you step out and you try something and it fails and it doesn't go anywhere, that's okay. You tried, you stepped out, you went for it. Try again, say yes to something else later. Um, and then the proof is in the pudding. Did it, did it work out? Did it pan out? Did it on the other end? Can you see, can you look back like I used the mountain before, can you look back down the mountain and see a whole bunch of markers all the way up and be like, oh, that path was hard when it started. It didn't make sense when it started, but I see how I got here now. Yeah. You can go back and we call those God markers, looking back to where you've been and seeing how he showed up along the way to prove that you're right in the right place at the right time right now. So I think what some people miss sometimes, and you may feel free to correct me, sometimes the thing that you think you need to do is actually to give you some growth. It mm. might not be the end point, yeah. but it may very well be you need to get to the end point could be a, a million miles away, but you got to take that first step, even though you don't know that. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to see the whole picture right. when you step out. Right. Um, even, okay. Even where I am right now with all the things that we're doing. All the, the money you guys next, pull in from all of your websites and <laughs> next books. Next Best and, Yes book, the Next Best Yes podcast, the Grove uh, coaching community at thegrovecreative.com mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, all started because I left a job to go start my own video business. That was That's what I thought I was leaving a job to go do. I would never have guessed that I was going to become a coach for other people. In fact, the first time someone said, have you ever thought of being a coach? I laughed in their face and I was like, ha, no, not going to happen. That's not who I am. And yet here I am. And so the, the yeses that I gave to God to go quit my job, like didn't make sense to other people. Go start a business. Probably Mike. He's like, um, we he need to board. chat about this. <laughs> and so like all those decisions didn't make sense, but they grew me into the person that would say yes the next time. Yes. And then and then I became the person that would say next yes the next time. Because if God had laid out this entire plan years ago, I would have been like, nope. I and I, would, I wouldn't have done it. And so he gave me enough yeses that were scary at the time, but be but developed in me a, the kind of person that would say yes to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, yeah. and then here we are. And sometimes you don't even have a clue where it could end up. Oh, yeah. No idea. I mean, yeah. there's, there's so many deviations in this life. Mm -hmm. People you bump into seemingly coincidentally, you know, and then or a fork in the road or yeah. something happens, life happens, and all of a sudden you're either prepared or unprepared for that event, but you have to face it. And you have to make a decision at that point. And you can either run away and hide or you can take it by the you know reins and run with it um, and, and be courageous. Man, oh, man, oh, man. So where do you see this going now? Where are you content with um, the things that you have, the, the podcast, the book, the, the uh, mentoring thing? Are you happy there or are you anticipating 
something even more from that? Are you like just going to let life take its course? And I am really grateful to be where we are right now. We do have more books in our mind to write. We've, we've or already delete, depending or on delete. <laughs> we, so we're, we have more books. We want things to continue and to grow. But um, I'm really grateful. I'm just really, really grateful to be where we are, to have the life that we do, where I get to spend almost every day with my husband, who's my best friend, my favorite person on this entire planet, mm. and he and I get to do things. I, <laughs> I know cried. we're disgusting, uh, we're <laughs> gross, but it's um, it's adorable. And but we get to spend all our time together, and we get to do things that really matter, and we get to do things that make a difference, and help other people um, do things that matter and make a difference in their lives. And so, where this goes from here, I don't know, but I'm along for the ride. Yeah, I'm really excited. Of course, I have visions and hopes and dreams. Um, one one thing that we say a lot is. There's a verse in the Bible that says God can do even more than you can ask, think, or imagine. So you might as well imagine big. Yeah. Um, because if if you imagine big and God can do more than that, then you're just going to be flabbergasted. And when was the last time you were flabbergasted? When was the last time you were left speechless with something God did? I want to say yes to the God to the point that he leaves me speechless. Mm. And and um, so I'm just I'm constantly looking for the opportunity to say yes where I'm going to be left flabbergasted by by what he's done so your book is not published yet right it, it's right. coming out in it's march coming out in march mm-hmm. okay and, and how would people even begin to find it where would it end up uh it's going to be on nextbestyes.com um and it's not there yet but i'll put it up there <laughs> we own the website but i've been writing the book so i haven't built the website yet poor excuse <laughs> poor i'm not taking that it's gonna be on amazon um okay. when it when it comes out middle of march it'll be available on amazon um you can find it there next best yes um and and nextbestyes.com. so are uh, there are um i don't know if you are, are taking note of it but there are businesses that will help public you know put it out there to mm-hmm. um wherever books a million or whatever. Yeah, we've been writing it, so we haven't figured out the marketing plan yet. Because <laughs> you're going to market it yourselves, of course. I mean, of course. it'll, I'm absolutely it'll go wherever it needs oh to go. Oh, my God, you guys killed me. <laughs> you killed me. Your podcast is pretty new. Yeah. Um, next Best Yes. It doesn't exactly fall off the tongue for some of us, but um, so you're 13 episodes so far. I was yeah. listening to the latest one about money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I do my homework here. Hey, I only look stupid <laughs> or lame, depending on how you want to. <laughs> so you do that with Michael. Um, yep. Do you do that out of your home? Yeah. You do? Yeah. You have a studio at your house? We, uh, no. <laughs> that It actually Thanks, really falls, <laughs> no, it really falls into the category of imperfect action that I referenced earlier that we talk about in the book. Um, we could have waited to push to do that podcast until we had studio space, until I had really crafted our office bedroom with padded walls and gotten the amazing yeah. microphones like what you have here in studio. Like I could have waited for all of that. Um, but why wait when I could do something now with what I have available now? We talk about excellence is doing the best you can with what you have. And what we have is a Yeti microphone and a macbook with audacity on it so that's what we're recording the podcast on and as it grows and as we have opportunity we'll upgrade our equipment we'll get the padded walls we'll we'll do all the things um but right now it's just at our kitchen table and you're publishing it yourself of course of course of course you would you're uploading it everywhere i mean i got it i think off of uh when did i get apple I got yeah. that there. Well, there's a bunch of programs that you just upload your podcast to, and they yeah. they put it everywhere for yeah, you. Yeah, I have one of those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> There's a lot that you can do. Um, but just do it. Straps. That's the point. Yeah, that's I mean, the point. Just basically, do it. Yeah. It, yeah, you'll find the resource in this day and age. There's always reasons to not do something. Oh, so I instead of there. focusing on that, go find a reason to do something and let that drive you and actually do it. Because look, I'm fat and overweight. I couldn't. Ha- I might not come down here one day, right? I, right. That's an excuse not to be in here. Right. I'm bald, fat, aging, <laughs> overweight. Your knee and your hip are going to give way eventually, and you won't make it down these that's stairs. That's prophetic because it's already <laughs> happening. <laughs> No, there are so plenty of reasons. Do it anyway. Do it while you can. Yes, exactly. Anyway. Exactly. There are actually plenty of reasons to not do many, many things, which is gets back to my original point about why I really love you and Mike, and, and I'm so proud, even though I'm not your dad or anything, but of what you've <laughs> done and accomplished. Seriously. Seriously. I don't know where the time goes. Oh, I do. I yap it all away. That's where the time goes. <laughs> Kelsey Domini is in the house. Thank you, Kelsey. Websites, right, please. Great. TheGroveCreative.com. And the uh, podcast is Next Best Yes. Feeling the pressure, right? NH yeah. Unscripted. Ooh. I am your host, Ray Dudley. Still in my jammies. Yes, with the ones with the feet in them. We are coming to you from the studios of WKXL. 1450 AM, 103 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com is our URL. I'm going to see you on the next one. Bye.